Welcome to Fit to Be Real and a little extra. We are talking self-awareness, personalities, strengths, weaknesses, working through it all, and really just kind of aha momenting all over the place, figuring out are you an extrovert, introvert? What are we? What are you? Yeah, what are you? No, what are you? I'm Victoria. Hey, guys. I'm Carly. I liked that. You did? You it, took it down a notch. I didn't like it. I liked it. I didn't do the head tilt, and um, it felt unnatural. Hey, guys. I'm Carly. But now I liked the first way. Well, we'll talk about that, actually. Cool. <laughs> we have, I've never done a personality test. I've never done a quiz. I have, like online, just those like stupid little ones. What animal are you? Yeah, on Facebook. And then it says post what you are or something, you know, back in the day. These were interesting because when I had a online dating profile and stuff, people were putting these letters as their bio, like part, like their name and then I-N-M-F, I-N-M-T, S-N-M. I was like, what? So I would be like, oh, okay, that means a personality. So I guess I can't talk to you. I just have to like... I have to just know that this is your personality. It, that was the first time I was ever introduced to it. For a while, Carly was like my catfish. And she <laughs> would give me dates and stuff and be like, hey, meet this person. I'd be like, great. This is like dating my brother-in-law. Awesome. Victoria had no time for dating apps, but I had all the time. Yeah. So I would go on as her and pick the guys that she would go on the date with. I wouldn't actually talk to them via email or anything like that, but I would make her profile, pick the guys, mm-hmm. and then say, hey, you need to talk to this guy. He and I'd be you. like, hey, Carly, this is why I wouldn't have talked to this guy. <laughs> Let me tell you why. She's like, oh, God, don't double click. Oh, my God, don't Ugh. swipe. Ugh. I was like, oh. Yeah, we quickly got out of that phase. <laughs> in any case, these personality traits started in my world there, and I I didn't even dive in it, into it then. Well, explain what the acronym even is. So Isabel Briggs Myers, I think, is a psychologist. I'm not too sure. I'm not going to lie to you. I did not really go into all of this just yet, but I will be now that I'm interested in it. That's usually how things go. (laughs) You can look at it on myersandbriggs.org, but it's a foundation where you can read all of the 16 different personality types. So they are split up into these letters, and it's basically a breakdown uh, to put you into a category. Right. Yeah. To categorize your personality and basically explain who you are and why you are that way. And like what your problems really are, you know? <laughs> Through a personality test. <laughs> but it was legit. It's very spot on. It is very spot on. So we took a few tests and like quizzes and like one of them came up. It was a very basic quiz. I'm realistic. Like that's just who I am. Yeah. I'm a realist. I'm not. I base all of my actions on emotions which is hilarious (laughs) because you are emotionless and i am all of the emotions that's so true but i don't think before i react i react and then i think and i think way too much right so it was that was true yeah uh first i just want to talk about personalities in general how do you get a personality is it one of those you're born (laughs) with it is it maybelline i don't know like i don't know what it is maybe she's born with it But personalities, what I read, are based on experiences and an individual's interaction with their environment. So, yes, you're born with a personality, but it's really based on how you live your life and and how you're brought up. So you're basically saying nature versus nurture. Yes. But it's all combined. Yes. It develops over time. 
And you're born with a temperament. You are not born with an actual personality. Mm. You're born with a temperament. Mm. And there's three criteria for a personality. It's consistency, stability, and your individual differences as a person. Consistency, like your consistent behavior. Right. Or consistency in your lifestyle. You know what I mean? Like if you're constantly around this person, you might have this personality towards it. So there's three stages. There is a birth stage, which is based off instinct. And that's how your personality begins. Mm. Um, Then it goes into ego, which is birth age to three years. And that's based on feelings and instincts. You know, when you're a baby, you go off instincts. Right. And then the third stage is your super ego. And that's ages three to five. And that's when you begin to have your inner voice and you begin to self-criticize. Isn't that crazy? We start that young? Yeah, between three and five. And that's why personalities are developed at very early ages, depending on your life and where you are. And that's why parenthood Mm-hmm. is especially don't have kids if you do not want to have kids <laughs> that is a different episode <laughs> you know what i mean though because yeah. three to five those formative years are reason they're called formative years for a reason but i didn't realize it started that young this explains a lot mm-hmm. about you and i first of all <laughs> thank you for including yourself i thought mm-hmm. you're gonna be like this explains a lot about you well no because it is said to be now i don't remember this but when i was born Carly was a smotherer mm-hmm. and she would hug me until I turned blue and Carm had to be like, huh, Carly, it's cute, but like, stop. <laughs> and so I started to push away a little bit more because I was like, hey, you're all over me. Get away. Yep. So I feel like that is very much how we are now. You don't hug because I rejected you. <laughs> I know. So I feel like you ruined my life. Oh, <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> that is 100% true. I was a hover smotherer sister I don't, why, why is it past tense i know no i i was just gonna say i still am <laughs> i i hover and smother you not with hugs in life i will i hover over her and that has always been but that's something that is a personality trait in me that i'm finding out starts at birth yeah well it makes sense yeah yeah how do you feel about uh my hover smother well, i'm just impressed you did some research <laughs> And like, actually know what you're talking about. This is really, really, it took 17 episodes, but we are in it. I'm telling you, once I took the t- a few tests and I was like, whoa, right. this is for real. Then I started, as Victoria likes to say, deep diving into more about it. And I was like, wait a second, am I born? Was I born like this yeah. or was I nurtured like this? Yeah, your environment is everything. Environment. Ooh. <laughs> That's how I remember how to spell it. You have, have to say, say the end. Environment. Do you say Wednesday? Uh-huh. And February? I do. And Swarthmore. <laughs> That's a regionalism. <laughs> but that works too. Uh, the reason this whole episode even came to be is that people have a very big misconception about us. Mm-hmm. And it's that we love to be social. <laughs> and that we're very outwardly energetic and extroverted people. And while that is true... We've always known, and now we have proof and receipts, that we are introverted extroverts. Right. So while we are very good at the socialized, energetic, bubbly, can talk to a, a wall and make them feel very good about themselves <laughs> and all of that stuff. And and truly, that's who we are. I know. We mean it. We're not being fake. Nothing is fake about yeah. that. 
the introverted, we don't actually, and this obviously will be more obvious for me than Carly, but don't want to be in the spotlight and the attention and would rather have other people mm-hmm. be taking that from us and kind of want to just be on, home on the couch. Yeah. That- <laughs> that's where we thrive. So that's actually called an ambivert, which is half introvert, half extrovert. And uh, I did not know that existed. I didn't either. I just thought I was an introverted extrovert, but there is a word for right. it. It's very true because we have it's it's very similar to what you said in the beginning. We can adapt to the environment. Right. So if it's meant for some more extroverted part of us to come out, then we can tap into that. And introvert really just is like our baseline. Well, and also an ambivert, which we are both, um, knows when to turn on the charm and knows when to pull back. In certain situations, we know when we can go for it and when when it's needed from us. Mm-hmm. And we also know when it's OK to let somebody else take it and we would rather not. Yes. And that is the challenge also of an ambivert trying to decipher those situations. Socializing drains me mm-hmm. and I would rather I need to like recharge and reset and decompress. Well, we did a TikTok a while back and it's it was like a couple things that you would not know about us and one of mine was I'm actually really shy. Oh yeah. They were I, like no way. No way. Yeah. And I said, "Yeah, I actually am. Yeah. Yes, I can get up on stage and I can jump around and I can talk to a wall and listen, if you're new, I can find out your deepest darkest secrets within 5 minutes. I'm a great wingman, <laughs> but I prefer not to be in the center. Yeah. Which my personality that you all see would differ from. Well, that's you knowing when you have to be on. Right. So that's your on time, which is for us, 99% of our days is on. So the times that we can be off, like I crave those. Yeah, we are off. Um, It's off. It's, yeah. it's you would think, and you probably do think if you know us, if not, hey, <laughs> that we are on all of the time. Mm-hmm. And even when we're not at work, which is CFIT or teaching dance to children or teaching something to a group of adults being in the front of the room, that we're also like that at home on the off. And we are zombies. Zombies. The truth is we are zombies. We are completely like the switch turns mm-hmm. off. It's like, hey, I, I'm my battery has gone to empty and it slowly recharges up to be right. able to do it again. The problem is. We don't usually have a lot of that time to do the recharge. We're just constantly bringing our charger around and hoping to get that 1% so we can just continue to keep going. You know what I mean? We live on the 1%. Yeah. We live on the edge. You know those chargers that run off of like the solar power, but you can hold it in your hand. You bring it to like Coachella or like the park. (laughs) Like I need that for myself. (laughs) So there are two big challenges if you're an ambivert and we'll get to five ways to tell if you are one. But two of the challenges, which we know very well, are we need to be self-aware so that we can determine which personality, the introvert or the extrovert, needs to come out. And that is very hard because you have to be extremely self-aware. And the other challenge is that um, other people might struggle to figure out what personality we are and why we're not the one all the time. Like people might not understand, well, you're an extrovert, you can't be an introvert, too. Well, that poses the black or white, right? We're mm-hmm. gray. We're gray. Yeah. We're the gradient of, of the two that connects the light and the dark. Oh, my God. And that is her personality. <laughs> the 
But if you're on the fence and just say you haven't taken a personality test, I'm going to list off and a little bit of explain the five signs of being an ambivert. One sign you might be one is you host then ghost. Love it. Because that that just means, you know, you might be at a social event, but then you need time. You need your alone time and you might cut yourself off. It's like that meme or gift that goes around where the banner says like leave by nine yes <laughs> but it's a party <laughs> that's yes yeah that's much. hosting and then ghosting 100%. um number two is you like to be around people and you also like to be alone yeah i like to be alone a little bit more uh, number three you're a leader who shies away from the limelight Aha. i mean that's legit yeah people do think that i like to be the center of attention because that's the way i come across but that's not exactly me it's a persona right but that's not to say it's fake because that sounds like it could be a fake version of you it's, it's a not. version of you right um i don't know if anybody's interested in like the paris hilton documentary or her book but oh, paris no, hilton... i am very much <laughs> can't wait you have no idea if you are look into it oh my gosh paris hilton is a persona that yeah. is not who she is at all so look her up but that it just reminds me of it because that's hot <laughs> now i will now that you said that i will and i'm obviously i'm really not judging a book by his cover um i believe you i believe that yeah she's gone through a lot and and she made up this persona to get through life but also because she realized it made her money yeah and so she's brilliant yeah <laughs> so i'm st i'm working on that part the money part <laughs> the money part um all right number four you have meaningful conversations in person, but don't answer texts or emails. What? what? <laughs> and, and never phone calls. Oh, definitely not phone calls. That is just, that's being extra. Number five, you love to help others, but have difficulty accepting help for yourself. I accept help a little bit better these days than you do. Yeah, but sure. I 100% was a stonewall for most of my life. So if... Any of those or all of those are you. You may be an ambivert and uh, one of us. I've attached links to the show notes of the quizzes that we have taken and definitely the Myers-Briggs 16 personality breakdown. It is so interesting. I highly suggest that you check it out. Take the quizzes for yourself. They're super easy. They're quick. They're, yeah. they're free. We did not do anything for the monies. <laughs> so we took these tests. Victoria, what did you get? We took so the one we're talking about is the 16 personalities. Yes. Dot com. Mm -hmm. I got an advocate. And what's that? <clears throat> Excuse me while I tell you, it's the rarest of all the personalities because we're the hardest to deal with. <laughs> she is the princess. I'm the angel. Oh my God. That's a different podcast. That's a different one. But conscientious to the core was the line that I wrote down because yeah. that couldn't be more spot on. That's crazy. Wisdom, intuition, all of that is kind of wrapped up into one, but very organized and very disciplined and very principled. So it kind of is a mashup. What were some of the weaknesses of being an advocate? You would want to talk about that first. Well, I think it's really interesting because I could agree with all of them. Yeah. No, I, I absolutely agree with these. I am sensitive, which is also a pro. Yeah, it is down. totally. It's well, my pros, let's start there. My pros are creative, insightful, principled, passionate, and altruistic, and sensitive. Like, those are my yays. 
Manets <laughs> are sensitive to criticism. Oh, that is, yep. Specifically. Uh, reluctant to open up to people. <gasps> Perfectionistic. Stop it. I avoid the ordinary. Mm-hmm. I would much prefer the extraordinary. And I'm prone to burnout. <laughs> I don't know if you guys knew that. Oh, my gosh. But that they're super, super spot on. I mean, it, it, it's kind of wild to me. But. Um, and what were the careers that you could that they wanted you to go into? If you were searching for a career as an, uh, you know, being the personality you are, what were those careers? The career types are counselors, <laughs> a therapist, a psychologist, social worker. Teacher, yoga teacher, <laughs> spiritual leader, or anything in the healthcare system. Yup. So Victoria actually is all of those as a personal trainer. <laughs> Not necessarily certified in most of them, but yeah, I, I definitely, but I'm connected and drawn to so many of them. And yeah. I think it's just from helping other people and wanting to help other people. But what I've battled with with most of my adult life, or at least as long as I've done the, this career so far, is coming back to myself at the end of each day and making sure that helping other people isn't fully draining me. Right. And up until recently, I mean, I don't really have a grasp on that, but I've gotten much, much better. So the past four years, I've really taken some steps to make routines and rituals for myself to mm-hmm. better help others, basically. So if that's you and you end up getting an advocate, maybe you should uh, contact us if you're a yoga instructor out there or teacher. What's fitness. up, Advies? Come on. <laughs> well, if I'm an advocate, what are you? I am a defender. Like a warrior, princess, yeah. angel. Yeah, with no emotion. <laughs> and I... <laughs> no. I... <laughs> Does it say that? No. Oh, my gosh. No, it says that I have a sense of responsibility to everybody around me. Ah. Mm-hmm. So. So then what are your pros and cons? My, my strengths are that I'm supportive, which is a little bit funny because my motivational skills could use some work. Which is not true, but I it's know, fine. I know, I know. That's part of the, that's part of it's, the thing. Yeah. It's, it's part of the whole package. It's part of the act. Mm-hmm. Uh, reliable, observant, hardworking, and enthusiastic. Ooh. Those are my strengths. And I like my, how you said enthusiastic, too. Well, I wanted to make sure that really popped. Enthusiastically? Enthusiastic. Oh, that's a good turn. <laughs> I like it, though. I like it. No, those are all very spot on for yeah. you. Uh, I have super high standards of myself and even more high standards of other people. Is this a weakness? That's a weakness. Yeah. Because I expect so much of myself and I expect even more from you. <laughs> cool. I mean, other people. Super easy to navigate. Like get on my level and then get higher. But then also <laughs> supersede me. Right. Um, okay. My weakness is I am overly humble. One of the traits of being a defender is that I do like the limelight, but I don't need to a pat on the back. I don't need recognition. I don't need you to praise me. I'm good. But it can turn into a weakness when you're not patting yourself on the back. Correct. Yeah. So you're overly humbled to the point of like, you need some boosting of your own yeah. self-worth and value. Weaknesses. I take things personally. Sure does. I do. I repress my feelings. Sure does. I overcommit myself. Oh, my God. I do not like change. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I get taken advantage of because I have my kindness. <laughs> so I think Victoria actually got into the cyber universe and made this <laughs> test up and then fixed the answers. I am spiritual like that. 
So <laughs> I love the extraordinary, you know. That is wild. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Carly has never been good with change Mm-mm. in small, medium, or large doses. Yeah. And what was that last thing that really got me? I get taken advantage of because of my kindness. Because of that humble and that kindness and that supportiveness. And I think you told me earlier, defenders are, are they love loyalty. Yes. Right? Lo- loyalty is a top priority of mine. Oh, gosh, we, that's another episode. But the amount of times Carly has been taken advantage of by people very close, it's, it's, you do not misconstrue kindness. We're friends. For weakness. What's that song? Oh, it's a Rihanna song. Sing it. <laughs> oh, you want me to sing it? Wait, hold on. <clears throat> kindness. <laughs> Don't mistake kindness for weakness. <laughs> what? Okay, this will be cut. What is happening? It's called four, four or five seconds from. Four, five seconds from wildin'. Yeah. Don't mistake my kindness for weakness is a line from the song. Is that the the tune it goes no, to? No. What tune did you do? Cause all of my kindness is taken for weakness. Oh man. <laughs> I don't even know what to go back to. My careers. All right. So what are your career options? These were really interesting. Is it a bridal shop owner? <laughs> no. No, I guess that's not really for me because I did not get that. I got, uh, I should look into careers that motivate with leadership roles. Um, You're already doing that. Yeah. Careers that have daily tasks to benefit others. You're already doing that. And a career that teaches growth and helps others achieve their goals. You're already doing that. So a bridal consultant at Kleinfeld's is not on there. That's a goal. Yeah, that's true. Some people unfortunately have that as a goal do not say unfortunately that is a good goal those dresses are beautiful but yeah it was all spot on and i think i already knew a lot of those things but reading it or having a computer sort of tell me who i am even though i already knew that was very eye-opening i was like how did you know that (laughs) did you tap on the screen and go hey hey you No, my name's not Carmella. You looking at me? It is Carmella. It is. Your name is Carmella. <laughs> so then, wait. So on this sixteen personality dot com quiz, it gives you other people you may know that oh, are yeah. also in your category of defenders and advocates, and there are also a million other. Oh, like, yeah. There are other things you can be. We're just talking about what we obviously came up with. What were yours? Who were some famous people? I only remember two, and I people that are like me are Beyonce. Oh my god. Hey girl. <laughs> um and Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> like Queen Elizabeth? Yeah, because she is a ruling hard boss babe. Is she humble? <laughs> Listen, I never heard her talk much. So <laughs> to be honest with you, I think that was pretty legit. Who'd you get? Wait, Beyonce and Queen Elizabeth, you're that listen, talk about high standards. Yes. Very high. High standards. Very boss like. Um, mine were similar. I got Nelson Mandela and Mother Teresa, yeah. uh, Lady Gaga, Atticus Finch. <laughs> oh, from To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah. Wait, can and I Jon s- Snow. I'm going to say something really quickly. Somebody, a young girl that I teach, mm-hmm. thought To Kill a Mockingbird was called Tequila Mockingbird. 
<laughs> I thought that was the cutest thing ever. Was she your child? No. <laughs> anyway, that's just a funny story. I love that. Um, all of those people are very you, from Nelson Mandela to Mother Teresa. I mean, uh, can I, not putting myself on any of their levels whatsoever, but the traits of how this is broken down, um, you know, for all the haters out there, back off. <laughs> Wait, there she is. Go ahead. More of that. <laughs> There's the Lady Gaga in me. I think, if you're asking me my personal opinion, sure I think are. she's an, an ambivert as well. Yeah. I think after her big performances, she goes home to a quiet place and yeah. says, don't talk to me for a while. Well, I so I wasn't on the Lady Gaga train when she first came out. I was like, what is happening? What are these wild meat suits, wild outfits? Like, what is happening and why? Like, what's the why behind it? And then I don't remember how it came out, but she must have had an interview where she said something somewhere where she does that for her fans to make the ones who feel out of place and weird and different and not accepted feel more normal so that she is the weirdest one in the room. Whoa. And that she is the biggest like difference. Right. I just feel like that's brilliant. That was something in the advocate. We tend to feel like we are not like anybody else. The advocates. Yeah. Our differences are so different internally. Like, yeah, we can mold to the environment environment (laughs) but we feel different we feel like there's something off you've felt that way your whole life my whole life yeah basically take these tests it's super fun it's so cool it's so cool and the coolest part is that you do get to look at your weaknesses and your strengths but more so the goal and purpose of life because you know that's what we advies do (laughs) is Finding the purpose and finding your weaknesses and then working off of them and changing them and strengthening them or using them to your purpose and to your ability and not looking at them as a crutch. And being self-aware is really hard. So that is also something that we want you to be aware of is that self-awareness doesn't happen overnight. It takes years and years and years to become self-aware. Or maybe, maybe you were born self-aware. Who knows? I was not. I I had to learn that about myself. I was unfortunately always too aware. But that comes with being empathetic and And, sensitive. And an advocate. Advies. We like to call it advies. I wrote this down from the website and it says self-understanding, which means self-awareness, is what helps you ensure that you don't miss out on whatever it is that you were put on this earth to do. That's a... That's a good little nugget you just left us with. It's true. Self-awareness is the number one reasons relationships die. It's the number one friction in workplace environments and family environments. It's being unaware of how you cause joy in the world and also conflict. Well, having said that, you just brought up the workplace. And I have a little game that we're going to play with Victoria. This is conflict. (laughs) These are questions that people are asked at interviews for jobs. Mm. And since we didn't do that ever, really, we never did the official job interview. We were always reviewed by our bodies and our voices and our looks. We were never sat down in a chair and asked these questions. So I thought Victoria might be missing out. And so I really wanted to interview her. I live in a state of JOMO. (laughs) So joy of missing out. Bring it on. 
Who is your role model? My mom. Oh, that's cute. As the interviewer, am I allowed to say that? I'm definitely not working for you. <laughs> like, I've already chosen that this is not the job for me. You're just going through the motions. Yeah, okay. I'm just doing it out of, like, respect. <laughs> Who knows you best? My therapist. <laughs> <laughs> your friends would say you are smart, kind, impulsive, or quiet. Smart, kind, impulsive, or quiet? You're looking for a job Hopefully here. kind. Kind, yeah. Out of all of them, hopefully kind. Yeah. I can be stupid and kind. I don't care. <laughs> what is a question that people ask you often? Why? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, um, that's a good one. But it, yeah, I guess it goes into personal work and whatever. It's just like, oh, why are you doing that? Yeah. Yeah, that's why? a good one. What would you never say to somebody else? Comment on their looks? Comment on their personal lives? On their career decisions? Or swear at them what would you never do out of those four i wouldn't talk to people <laughs> that's not an option you just lost the job i don't like any of those <laughs> i don't want to talk to anybody about any of those even if they bring it up to me i'm pretty like take a step back oh my god you failed um, that question no you failed. i it. definitely wouldn't like swear at someone or whatever that last one was yeah swear swear at somebody yeah i i yeah this one's a little tough what's your greatest achievement so far Getting myself out of a very dark and low place and working my way out even currently. Damn, Gina. That was good. Oh, my God. Did she get the job? <laughs> is she the next hire? Gina. What is your greatest failure? My greatest failure? Losing myself in relationships, I would say. And, and even workplace related, like just losing myself yeah, in moments. That's a good one. And what did you learn from that? I'm a baller. Yes, you are a baller. And I should never lose myself. Now, what, what do no, I No, that's learn? good. I learned that no true connection in any, you know, romantic or not romantic can be lost if you're true to yourself. If you're actually acting authentically, then it wasn't a connection to begin with. So Yo, no this, worries. This game is no joke. What would you change about yourself? How I talk to myself silently. Nice. Um... <laughs> <laughs> if something breaks in your house what would you do what would you do get up off my feet <laughs> no that's uh, true <laughs> that is very true i would fix it myself because mm -hmm. that's what i would do and if i don't i would call my dad <laughs> how do you like to waste time i don't like to waste time but if I'm not going to be productive and I want to rest, which is also productivity. I like to, zone, I'm, whatever, I'm nor, I like to zone out to the TV yeah. or I like to read a book or sleep. Oh, next question. Book, movie, or theater? Nah, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like that question. I don't want to pick that. No, you have to because you're not going to get the job if you don't pick one. I don't want the job. I don't care. Um, um, just, can I give you a little PS? You're getting the job. So just oh, pick one. Great. Okay. Like, I don't like absolutes. Book, movie, theater. I only like absolutes. I, <laughs> book, movie, theater. Book, movie, theater. It's between nope, there's book just and one. theater. Book and theater. Theater. <laughs> no, I'm sticking to that. Happiest period of life so far. Knowing that it's coming. Oh, damn. <laughs> I feel like 
This is my calling. I don't know how you feel, but I feel like I'm amazing at this. And I don't need you to tell me how amazing I am because I know. She listened to episode 16 about confidence. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> this is a serious one, so get it together. Jeez. Okay, okay, okay. What's the greatest injustice you've lived through? Injustice? Yeah. I don't feel like I can. I've lived a very privileged life. Nothing bad ever happened to you that you were like, man, that was not fair. I, I feel like any any injustice, anything that didn't quote unquote seem fair, I played a part in. Like if I said any of the auditions that I really wanted and and didn't get, I didn't fully put myself in the moment and go for it. So I deserve that. All failures are lessons. Oh my God. Nelson Mandela in the flesh. What's up, Nelly? <laughs> Last one. And this is dependent on you getting this job. Like no. What is it called? Full stop. I period. Oh. <laughs> uh, what is your favorite childhood game? Ghost in the graveyard. Ghost in the graveyard. We would play that after dinner when it was like summer dark, not fully dark, and it oh, it was the best game. And it I don't think I would allow your children to play now. No, never. It was a different time. You would go to other people's backyards and, and front yards and stuff, and you would hide, and somebody would be it. Basically, right. it's tag. And you'd have to find, not only play hide and seek, and find your victims, but you would, when you find them, have to try to tag them and make them the next ghost in the graveyard. Ghost. Yeah. Like, you were the graveyard. Yeah. But, but it was I, so fun. It was my favorite. It was like a neighborhood childhood game. Guess what, Victoria? You got the job! I would like to put my two weeks no. notice in. <laughs> You're going to work and own CFIT forever! What? Can I use my paid time off? No. no you don't get PTO. <laughs> you don't get vacation days. You get no perks or social security. You get nothing. I won! <laughs> fun times. Fun times. You know what's also fun? Carly has to go to the bathroom. <laughs> So she is rocking back and forth like she's on a boat. I'm on a boat. Oh. <laughs> well, we want to thank you all for coming along on this ride, for us discovering something people have been doing for a very long time and is very normal. <laughs> Being self-aware. But is yes, we are aware of the fact that this is happening. Uh, I also want to sh shout out a thank you to Carly for finally doing some research <laughs> and, and being a part of the conversation and kind of spearheading most of it. And not just adding my two cents here and there. Yeah. Listen, I enjoy learning things about me that I already know because I don't like change. Oh, my God. So <laughs> we've learned that. <laughs> so we've, I enjoy doing that. We've definitely learned that. So with that, let's talk about real tips here. We're going to call the real tip of today. What? Like it's hard? <laughs> Legally blood. We want you to take one of these quizzes, one of these tests, tops 20 minutes. It's just interesting. It's not going to make or break your day, but it's going to advance maybe how you think about yourself, how you think about interacting with others, what your environment around you looks like, 
it will help you navigate where you would like your life path to go because maybe it's not where it is right now. I'm already diving into all of the things to to see where I can go with this and you, what my potential is. Are you deep diving into it? I'm on a boat. <laughs> I'm on a boat. So yeah, real tip. Get it done. Take a quiz. And now for your real extra tip of the week. It's called make moves or don't. <laughs> so after you take that personality quiz, write down the strengths and weaknesses. Is there something you'd like to improve on? Is there something that you don't want to improve on? Um, sometimes it's easier to see those weaknesses or those strengths when they're written down. Write them out, read them out loud to yourself, and make a plan to change one of them. Or don't. If you are happy with the way you are, stay in the there and be happy. But if not, make a plan, make moves, or don't. Love it. <laughs> Absolutely love it. And let me tell you something. If you're looking at those strengths and weaknesses and you feel like you don't need to change them, that's your ticket that you do. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. That's your extra, extra tip for the day. <laughs> so we hope that you always remember that you're always fit to be real and always allowed to be a little extra or not. <laughs> <laughs> For legal reasons, we have to tell you that this podcast is meant for entertainment and educational purposes only. We are not healthcare professionals. For all of your health, wellness, fitness, and self-care needs, please refer to the medical professional in your life, your primary care physician, your therapist, a certified coach, whoever it may be. And then let us know what they say, because I guarantee we need to know it too. Okay? <laughs> okay, bye.